Alrighty, now we are live. Welcome everybody to Weighing In with Weightless MD and Wellness. My name is Sherry Stoka and I am owner and founder of Weightless MD. And I am very delighted to introduce our guest today. Her name is Tracy Plushcourt. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and just start with your introduction and then we're gonna dig into more of those details. But I wanna set the field for all of our listeners because this is going to be a very, very important topic for a lot of our patients. So uh, Tracy is the founder of Self Made You, which basically helps men and women create wealth and wellness through life coaching. Tracy has mastered and now teaches the critical skills necessary to manage your mind and overcome any obstacle, including overeating, over drinking, time management, career and relationship changes. Tracy is a student of her own work, and she has stopped overeating, over drinking, and created a multi six figure business while mastering metabolic health. So that's so important because what do we all say? We are so busy, right? And health becomes the ladder on the totem pole. Um, Tracy coaches people all over the country who want to do the same. She dedicates her work to ambitious, lifelong learners yearning for answers and seeking a better way to create the results they desire and deserve. So again, welcome. I would, I would ask you to, you know, expound on that and really give us, give us um, the, the highlights of who you are and, and what you do. Oh, sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am a former advertising executive turned life coach. So not the normal career path you would expect for somebody inside the advertising industry, but um, it gave me such a great, you know, taste of what it's like to really impact other people's lives. I was on the, I was on the operations side of things. So I had this unbelievable experience and opportunity to kind of morph the culture and and really like attract and retain some of the best and brightest minds within the advertising industry through developing this culture and so i would mentor a lot of the talent a lot of the resources and i really came to find that that was my calling was mentoring inspiring people to find what you know drove them, what their passion, what their purpose is. And at that same time, I was struggling with all of the everyday, you know, problems that I think a lot of us can relate to, like high stress. And because I was stressed, I was buffering with food and I was buffering with wine. And, you know, felt like I was not, you know, having the kind of energy that I needed to get through my day at work or to run my household or to be a wife. And so when I made the big decision to leave advertising, um, it was prompted through my kids getting older and realizing I'd spent so much time away from them as they were growing up because I had committed myself to this amazing career that before they left the nest, I wanted to spend some time at home with them. So as they were entering into high school, I exited the corporate arena and 
really kind of dove into consulting other women specifically um, so I could do it from my own home. And I started to develop programs around um, how to find your purpose, how to monetize your purpose. And that morphed into how to really manage your thoughts and emotions to create any result that you want from your life. So that's why when you say, you know, I'm a life coach who can help you create results from anything from wealth to wellness and everything in between, it's because the methodology that I teach is applicable to everything. And I believe wholeheartedly in, you know, never taking your your finger off the pulse of your metabolic health because it has such a big impact on the way you think and feel. So that is a very important component to what I teach. Um, but you know, those women that I was coaching on, you know, what what's your purpose and how do you monetize that? A lot of them had very poor metabolic health. So I ended up developing a program called Self Made Mind and Body that absolutely exploded. And now I'm known as a life and weight loss coach. <laughs> so yeah. but it, it truly is because I teach a methodology that it, I call it, you know, self-coaching. I love being the life coach to so many people, but ultimately I'm not trying to create a dependence on me. I'm trying to teach people how to self-coach yes. so that they can navigate any sort of problem, any sort of challenge, and they can go on to create anything that they may have once thought impossible for themselves. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, prior to this, we were just, just a little while ago, we were talking about really foundational, the foundational component and, and weight loss MD. So we are a weight loss, you know, we're a weight loss business and we do offer very strategic weight loss programs, but we are all about treating the foundation, you know, fixing the, fixing the imbalances. I mean, so when I was introduced to you, I was like, you know, and we actually even talked about it this morning. We have a morning meeting every day. We go over the schedule and talk about every patient. And we were, we were talking specifically about one that, that needed more of that, that life coaching, the psychological part, the mind, the mindful part that we couldn't, that we're, we're not equipped to offer certain patients. And it's such a missing piece. That's why it's, it's going to be really cool for you to really dig deep into that because it, trust me, you know this, I'm sure you do. It, it's the, the last thing people want to do is, is listen to you say, you got to tell, you got your mind's got to be straight. You got to tell yourself if this is good, you know, I have young kids and I'm like, you know, always like, you got to convince yourself of this stuff, you know, and they don't, it's the last thing. It's like, we want to focus more on what we're putting in our mouth, you know, how much we're exercising. When at the end of the day, we know that is like so short term. Yeah. So um, again, excited to dig into this. So where, like, where do we start with, with all of this? I think, cause I was asking you what, what, where could we start? And I think really, you know, talk a little bit more about, about your, your methods and your coaching and kind of what you offer. Yeah. Okay. So the reason why I think people have such a hard time with buying into it all starts with your mind and your beliefs and your thoughts is because they don't understand that. They don't understand what that actually means. So it's so much easier to just say, 
oh, okay, but could you please give me the checklist of what I should be eating and what I shouldn't be eating, right? Because that is very cut and dry. That makes crystal clear sense upon receiving that checklist. It's so simple, but we have oversimplified weight loss and therefore we don't create um, sustainable results. And so what I have declared my mission is creating sustainable results in any category and teaching people the reason why they are currently experiencing the results that they're getting. Because I think when it's applicable, when you can actually see it in real time playing out with your own thoughts and your own feelings that are directly related to the result that you're experiencing, it will make sense. And I would say the number one reason why people don't dive in to treating or managing their thoughts and their emotions is because it's confusing because they haven't understood it and how that is actually played out in their own life. So where I start with my clients is asking them, like, where are you right now? What is the result that you're experiencing? So for example, if somebody is experiencing the result of being 20 pounds, 50 pounds, hundred pounds overweight, we are going to reverse architect that to see using our methodology, and I call it solving the mind math. So it is your thoughts about any circumstance. It could be about your body. It could be about today. It could be about your weight, but you have a thought about that circumstance that makes you feel something. When I say feel something, it's the emotion. It's the vibration that's running through your body. That is so key to how you show up, to how you're behaving because it's your behaviors that directly correlate to the results that you are creating. So we teach solving the mind map, and it just starts with the awareness of how your unintentional thoughts drive your unintentional results. And so we put that result of let's say a hundred pounds overweight in the equals line and we reverse architect it. We say, okay, so what is it that you're doing day in and day out? What aren't you doing day in and day out? What's the negative self-talk that's going on in your head? What's the vibe from which you're doing those things? And we, we make a very exhaustive list of what that looks like. And then we talk about what's the feeling, what's the emotion that's driving that behavior. And we, you know, it takes some prompting, but we get there. And then we get to the all important question. What's the thought? What's the belief that you're operating from? And I'll just be so bold to say that majority of my clients, especially the ones who have been struggling with their weight, the majority of their life, they're operating from a belief that sounds something like permanent weight loss is not available to me. Mm -hmm. or I could never lose the weight and keep it off because yeah, they probably lost weight at some point in time, but they found themselves even heavier when they've stopped following that checklist. And the reason why is because they didn't get to the root cause. The root cause is a belief, right? When you have a belief, maybe about the possibility of you learning a new way, like, you know, 
diving into metabolic health instead of only looking at the physical, you know, the, the actual number on a scale, it's possible that you actually could lose and keep the weight off. And that is such a motivating thought, like it cracks the door open on possibility. And so we start to operate from an intentional way of thinking that drives a feeling that has you showing up that looks entirely different than when you're operating from that unintentional thought. And so it's very clearly in black and white. I love to operate from frameworks. Self-made you is all about teaching people to understand themselves so that they feel like they have the control. People who feel like, you know, that they are out of control, they blame outside circumstances. Yes. Like, like it's my job's fault that I feel so stressed, right? Or it's my kid's fault that I feel so overwhelmed, right? It's like, I teach people to take responsibility for their thoughts, for their feelings, for their results, because I know that that ultimately will help them when they can actually take responsibility. That means it's within their control. They no longer ever have to place blame. They retain the power. They're not abdicating power any longer. And that cracks the door wide open for so many people in, especially in the category of weight loss. Yeah. And that, I mean, that step is, is so important because I mean, even just how we see, I mean, weight loss and just that word in itself, like is so negative and it means to people deprivation, suffering, you know, there's, there's so many negative thoughts that go through someone's head, you know, and then it becomes again, like you said, just that vicious cycle. So how, you know, obviously this is a, you know, a phase process because everybody comes to the table with who knows what, and it's really building that awareness because I mean, that truly is, it truly is the, the beginning, the, the point where we can really get somewhere. Yeah. How, you know, how long does that take for most people? Yeah. So we package it in a, in a 10 week, um, program. And so we teach what I call the four basics and because I love to be clever and I love to use frameworks, it's S E L F. So the S is solving the mind math. It is really understanding why you're getting the results that you're currently experiencing and how to be intentional with your thinking and feeling to create new results. That's solving the mind math. There is a lot just within that because we teach the science, the simple science and math. We teach the simple science of how your brain actually works, that there is the back part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex that makes decisions based on data. And then you've got this primitive part of your brain, which is very survival based, it's very fear driven. And by default, most of the time, our thoughts are coming from that primitive brain. So the prefrontal cortex I've um, named, I've deemed it your prodigy brain. So we teach our clients how to use, how to tap into their prodigy brain and how to um, notice when their primitive brain is doing its job, trying to keep you safe, but not react from it. We want you to learn how to respond. And so that's where the ability to respond 
we teach people how to become self-made through strengthening their ability to respond, not to react. No more knee-jerk reactions, running to the kitchen, opening up the pantry because you're feeling confused or overwhelmed. That's yes. primitive brain being very reactive. So we teach that as like a fundamental. Then the, so that's the S, solving the mind math. Then E is eating the foods that fuel you. So as I said, you know, we're, more than just giving a script and saying this is what you should and shouldn't eat what we do really dig our heels in on is that sugar and flour compound substances are not the substances that are going to fuel you um so we teach the science behind that the simple science behind that the um, l is learning how to collect data so that you make your decisions based on data when you don't have data like real hardcore facts to make your decisions from, you'll tend to lean into drama to make your decisions. So we teach our clients how to take their blood glucose, how to understand ketones and how ketones are produced and how to analyze your ketones. Um, and you know, all the data that would make sense when it comes to wanting to lose weight and become more metabolically fit. And then F is learning how to fast so that you can balance out your insulin hormone. Um, the other kind of sneaky component to fasting is that often, to your point, it will bring up feelings of restriction, feelings of deprivation, which then completes our circle because I can go right back to solving the mind math because if they're feeling restricted or deprived, it's coming from a thought that I can show them very clearly, it, it gives us this applicable learning opportunity to say, okay, you're feeling restricted. Why is that? You're having a thought, I can't have this. Is that okay. even true? That's a primitive brain thought. Let's, let's learn to respond versus react. Because anytime you're feeling restricted, you're probably gonna go like all in and probably binge eat, binge drink, right? That's why those kind of diets ultimately don't work. They, they backfire on you. So we've got to get to that root thought that's driving the restriction, driving the deprivation. So we solve it at that level so that we never come up against that. Again, we always have the feeling, I know how to control my thoughts and my feelings. Doesn't mean the thought is never going to show up. It just means you're not going to react to it. You're going to notice it and you're going to respond instead. Gotcha. So that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't realize that you had um, a kind of a nutrition regimen incorporated into that. And fasting is, we do it all. We, well, I shouldn't say that, like we have many different ways of incorporating it. Not everybody likes to do it. Mm -hmm. But again, it's because they think they had to fast for a blood for blood work and they felt miserable and they think that they're going to feel for, you know, like right. anything else, it's, you know, it's how your body over time adapts and things like that. Right. So do you, do you find that you have to kind of alter some things? I mean, obviously we're always kind of changing to individual needs, but what, what has been your experience with that? Yeah. So we, um, we give some guidelines or we will kind of hold their hand through learning more about themselves. That is ultimately our goal is to understand yourself. You can learn to love yourself just simply through understanding yourself. So we're always 
teaching our clients how to better understand themselves. And through the data, it's a much easier process. Um, so we're always asking our clients, like, what is it that you want to achieve? Like, we don't need to tell you what you, what you want to achieve. You tell us what you want to achieve and we will give you some guidelines. We'll give you some suggestions. Um, but the people that come to us and say, I am not fasting. If that's a hard no, we yeah. honor that because I truly believe that if you can learn how to solve the mind math, you can lose weight and you can become metabolically fit, which equates to a longer life, which is ultimately what I care the most about. Um, so do you have to fast? Absolutely not. But those are the people that I would say they just have to understand what fasting really is like they're fasting when they're sleeping. So <laughs> if we are, if our goal is to become insulin sensitive and they're showing through their blood glucose that they're insulin resistant, they would then understand why they may want to extend that fast beyond the sleeping hours. And we just help them through that. It is through understanding. Um, the people that are making those knee jerk judgments, we work with them on that. And it really gives us fodder to show them, to teach them how their primitive brain, just out of wanting to keep you safe, is offering you thoughts that you've always reacted to. That's yes. simply a reaction. The person that says, I won't fast, that's a hard no. That's a reaction to yes. a fear-based thought, right? So it gives us fodder to teach them something. Um, that does not mean that we're gonna force it down their throat. I mean, excuse the pun, but it's it's really, um, it's, it's all optional. We just know that people come to us because ultimately they think that they, they wanna lose weight. They think that the weight is their biggest problem. And that's where my heart explodes because I know that the weight is a symptom it's a symptom of something else. And so we look at holistically, we look at the person, it's mental, emotional, physical, and metabolic. We look at it all. So we have a, we have a clinical psychologist on staff. They do a mental health assessment upon entering into the 10 week program so that they know where their stress, anxiety, and depression levels are at, because those impact your ability to plan. And we teach you how to make decisions ahead of time. And so we want you to understand you to set you up for success. And so um, I think we have our finger on the pulse of all of the right components. And it's when you put all of those components in play, you see results. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just like a lot of things are going through my mind because um, obviously we, that's our same approach, but we're always looking deeper into actual physical ailments and imbalances and gut infections and hormone imbalances. And, you know, it, all of it is so important. So it's kind of like, okay, if, if you're bypassing more of that piece, do you find that you maybe hit some brick walls with just their actual physical health? So we also um, supply people with a metabolic assessment so we can, they can clearly see where some of these other roadblocks are and it is gut health toxicity, um, hormone imbalance, um, organ dysfunction. Those are kind of the big ones that, you know, get pointed back to. Um, 
I will say that I am not a doctor and I know that those are symptoms that are often barriers to weight loss, but we can't even get there if they are having thoughts around weight loss isn't available to me or I'd never be able to lose weight because that generates a feeling that is so far from curiosity that would even have them open to looking at those other symptoms, right? Yeah. That, like I said, that's why we start at the foundation of the mind and teach yes. people a framework that makes them feel in control that will eventually lead to them becoming curious about what else out there might be blocking my weight loss attempts. Now we give them that assessment and then we give them all sorts of recommendations, you know, help, you know, point them into the direction of where they could go next to overcome that obstacle. But you have to have some level of, you know, some feeling of control, curiosity, confidence to take that step. And so that is our sweet spot. Like that's where, you know, we are the expert in that category. And understand absolutely that beyond that they need people like you for sure 100 yeah. percent. gotcha gotcha so you had mentioned um something about weight loss and professional growth and i guess you know maybe talk a little bit more about about that yeah so i coach on the challenges that i found you know i i was most challenged by and that i overcame and um, when I decided to leave an executive level position and start my own small business, you know, a lot of people, including my family thought I was absolutely crazy. <laughs> and I learned that I hear you. I share in your, your, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And you know, but when you have that gut instinct that, you know, there is a need for you out there and that you are fueled by impacting other people, you become unstoppable. And so, you know, I appreciate the concern, but I knew without a doubt that the impact that I was making would absolutely take care of us. And I learned quite quickly that starting a new business from scratch requires a lot of energy. It requires a ton of focus, attention, right? I had to have a very clear mind, especially in the role I'm in. I'm, I'm not only a coach to every one of my clients, I am the CEO, the accountant, the salesperson, the marketing person, right? So you have to have a very, very clean way of thinking. Um, you know, I noticed that when I became metabolically fit, that my moves were way more stable. I could actually engage with people in a much more calm and, you know, peaceful manner. So yes, metabolic health absolutely contributes to professional growth because if you don't have the energy to sustain professional growth in whatever capacity you're in, then it's kind of a mute point, right? Yeah. And so You're just kind of being dragged along, hoping that, you know, you can exactly. get through the next day. So um, how do you define metabolic health? Well, I think metabolic health can be um, looked at through the lens of energy, 
And I think of it as you have two sources of energy. You are either a sugar burner or you're a fat burner. And being able to switch between the two, I think means that you are metabolically healthy. I think the statistics show that like 12% of the population is metabolically healthy. Um, and so being able to be a fat burner would require your liver to function properly to be able to to convert fat stored body fat into ketones as your source of energy that's why we teach our clients to measure their ketones so that we can see in black and white if their body is metabolically functioning as it should um so yeah i would say it all comes down to the energy source that you are burning as for fuel. Right, exactly. What would you say? What would you say? Uh, metabolic health would definitely, it would, it would, a lot would re, revolve around the insulin for sure. Definitely the sugar versus the fat burning. I mean, these are, we don't, again, it has to be measurable. Like these are more of the objective ways of measuring metabolic health. But like you said, I, I do, I, even myself, like to, you know, to assess like how you're doing health-wise, you have to listen to your body. If you don't have energy throughout the day and you need, you know, uh, sugar and caffeine and, you know, these stimulants, like you're not in good metabolic health. So I'm a big believer in listening to your body and not accepting um, all these all these doctors that want to say that you're just getting older, like even if you get like a little rash or anything, you just take a step back and think like, what, what? is it too much stress? Is it something I ate? Like, I, I really feel it's all about like how you feel. And obviously cognitively is going to be the telltale sign of it all. Right. right. We, have, we have a symptom assessment and it's like every single person has brain fog, you know, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It's, I, I thought it was interesting to just have a little dialogue about it because people don't really, when you, you say metabolic health, they really don't understand what that really means. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I find that to be true too. And it, I love teaching that to people because it is so important and it directly relates to longevity. So all of the people that come through our door, just wanting to lose weight, you know, and they are really kind of siloed in their thinking. I love to just kind of expand their view a bit and talk about, you know, what does a longer life, you know, at your ideal weight look like and, and really open up their mind to that. And, and to your point, all of the other benefits that come along with it, you know, not just the ideal weight, but the cognitive function and the level of energy and you know every i mean even right down to your skin the way your skin looks and you know the way that you're able to perform um i have a lot of you know uh middle-aged and you know beyond women in my program that being able to get down on the floor and play with their grandkids is significant you know and they you know maybe at, you know coming into the program they couldn't do that and so yeah there's just a lot of ways to measure it and so um listening to your body and understanding what it is that you're symptomatic of or what it is that you need is really really important yeah and i think i think it's really important too to always remind people that our body is 
synergistically designed, right? We tend to think like things operate like in certain areas. And, you know, that's why we have a gastroenterologist and hepatologist and endocrinologist. It's like, like we shouldn't have those people, right? And, you know, when you talk about the mind, I mean, you know, obviously your expertise is the mind, mine is the gut. There is this pathway and it's always like, what do you focus on worse? Because all of, all these people that develop brain um, uh, debilitating illnesses go back to the gut. And then it's like, go to the gut and you always got brain issues. Yeah. So it's all, it's all very interesting, but it's, it's very important for people to understand like, this is, we're going to the deepest foundation to get you. So this is long-term. Exactly. And, and, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, very, very cool. I, I, if you, and I know you talked a little bit about this, but for, for my patients, you know, if we're having conversations with them and we make a recommendation and say, you know, this is, this is going to be something that we would recommend because this is obviously what you need. What, what can they really expect as far, I know you said it was 10 week program, but as far as like their time commitments and, and things like that. Yeah. So we have, because I am a life coach that also loves to teach, um, we have all of our lessons. So the 10 weeks of lessons that focus the first five weeks focus on solving the mind math. And then the second five weeks is all about the metabolic science. Um, those lessons actually come through our app, um, as a recorded lesson. And then there's um, homework worksheets that go along with it. And then we also have a daily tracker. So there's an accountability component to it where you are taking in the data and adding it into the app so that you can see it, you know, over time start to change, which is huge. Um, and I can, and I can review it as your coach. Um, and then on a weekly basis, there's a live component where it's coaching. It is really understanding the thoughts and the feelings that you're having that's leading to the behaviors because undoubtedly you will start up a, a weight loss program and you will find that you are having all sorts of feelings of urges or all sorts of feelings of restriction or deprivation. This is key. We want those feelings to come up so that I can coach on it real time live. And it's, there's also a community built into yes. it because there's always people, even though you can start the program at any given time, we have so many people going through the program that there's always a community that shows up on these live calls. And so to be able to hear other people's behaviors, other people's results, you get to learn not only from your own experience, but you get to learn through them too and watching them get coached. And then um, everything's recorded and then put through the app. So pretty comprehensive. And then, like I mentioned, there's assessments along the way, starting with the mental health assessment and then the metabolic assessment. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And um, so basically people need to be ready to really, they, they have to really be ready for something like this, just like anything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, it, there is no silver bullet. This is you yeah. learning how your to work has got to go into this. Yes. Yeah. Now, um, while I believe that every single human on the face of this planet should go through this, um, what would be 
what would be something they could do to really kind of assess whether they are a good candidate? Yeah. Um, I would say, so I, I love to like give something very practical for anybody to, um, learn something about themselves. And I would say really taking note of what it is that you are feeling. Like, I don't care if you have to set your, you know, timer for every hour to ping you to just stop and ask yourself, what am I feeling in this moment? Naming a feeling, being able to articulate it, having a vocabulary that you can put to that feeling is something that eludes a lot of human beings because they operate from like three basics, you know, yeah. good, bad, sad. <laughs> and there is such a huge vocabulary of feelings out there that we want you to become really aware of what it is that you're feeling because on average, we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. And if you understand this architecture, the, that thoughts lead to feelings, then you can deduct that you're having, you know, 60,000 different feelings a day based on what it is that you're thinking. And so I like to challenge people to connect whatever it is that they're feeling back to the thought. Now, there is unintentional thoughts, and then we teach people how to have intentional thoughts. So most of the time, it's happening very unintentionally. But if you're like me, you might be able to pick up on the feeling, especially if you're like prompted with some sort of alarm or something. And then you can just like connect the dots back to, oh, okay, I'm only feeling that because I'm thinking this with, but without being prompted, you would just go and live your life on default and probably be very reactive. So that would be a piece of homework. We offer a free five-day challenge that you actually get into our app. And it, it basically takes you by the hand through that for five full days. And that's totally free. So that's a great way to assess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find that, um, you can take a quiz on our website that um, talks to the type of relationship that you have with food, um, which I find that to be fascinating too. So you, there's lots of free resources on our website that would better um, introduce us and whether, you know, what we teach is, um, you know, it would be good, would be a good fit with you. So, um, yeah, selfmadeyou.com is a, and it's the letter U like, yes, um, would be a great place to start. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Um, providing that, that, um, website would, yeah. is perfect. Um, okay. Well, I think, I think we're getting towards the end of our discussion, but I wanted to just kind of put it back on you and see if we missed anything, if there's anything important that you think, um, you know, people need to know about. Um, I think, you know, I like to leave people with the feeling of curiosity. Um, because I know that so many of us, especially women who have struggled with their weight for so long, they feel very defeated. Um, often they feel desperate, but some of them have like absolutely thrown in the towel and just, you know, kind of resigned themselves to this is the way that it's going to be. And I like to leave people with a feeling of curiosity, like, you know, trying on the thought that 
it might be possible that you just haven't yet learned the right way to actually lose weight for you. We are all biologically unique and most programs you know, skip that level of your mind. And most of us think that we are our thoughts and we aren't, we are the watcher of our thoughts. And yes. so couldn't it just be possible that you haven't yet learned something about yourself, that there was this missing link that would lead you to sustainable weight loss and a whole lot of other things that go along with that, like confidence, like to achieve anything that you really, really desire. So um, I would just challenge you to try on that thought that, you know, is it possible that there may be, you know, this missing link that has, has not yet been taught to you? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's so key because I was expecting you to say, I want to give I want people to think that there is hope and I didn't want to hear hope again, because I'm like, you know, this is why we're people just keep going back in the cycle, but it's, it, and it truly is giving, asking them to dig a little bit deeper that forces them to want to know a little bit more yeah. because it's all about that, their willingness and their, their, their understanding that it, you do, you can change, you know, we, we used to hear it all the time. Don't, people never change. People never change. Oh, hell yeah, they do. <laughs> people mm-hmm. change. I change by the second. Mm-hmm. So it's just putting that, just that little bit out there to get them to make that next step. I think that's, um, I think that's really cool. I think that's yeah. Awesome. And if you are somebody who's fueled by hope, if, if the emotion that you would name as hope if that's what you've always used and you do not like the results that you're getting, then I would suggest hope does not work for you. <laughs> and I would, I would recommend getting very curious. That's an emotion that I think we can all get our arms around. And it really does kind of snowball into some really good things. And so I would go there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, I think this was, I, this is going to be really great information for you know, even for me as a business and my team, because like I said, it, it, this is not our, this is not our area of expertise. We understand that there's a piece that we want to refer out. So I think, um, again, I thank you so much. Um, I'm so glad I was introduced to you and I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking again. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, this wraps up this, uh, podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you again. Have a great day. You too.